I played basketball for the first time yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, for the first time in like a really long time. Mm-hmm. You sore? I so I I play with like my dad plays weekly with like his adult friends, mm-hmm. and so I'll go with them a decent amount. But last the whole last semester, I had a class during like a night class during when he plays, mm-hmm. and um, not last week, but the week before was my first time playing since like the summer. Mm-hmm. I was sore for like three days, like literally, like, and I I fell on my knee at one point, and like. Uh, like it was so sore, and I was just like every time I got up, I was like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> making an old man cry. But <laughs> I played this last Monday, and I feel fine. Yeah, I wasn't even really that sore. Um, it was more like I just don't have the. Uh, what's it called? I just yeah. you were you were a lot quieter right then. Um, I just don't have the uh, the stamina to like like yeah. I was out of breath by like after running back and forth like up and down the court like three times i was like all right <laughs> yeah i will i will say i'm about to say something but we take a note that we usually just do half court when i play oh okay um and i get to a point where it's like the first two games are like really rough but then after that i feel like i can play all night like yeah, i'm still tired like, but through. i just like uh, after like like the first two games like your throat like mm-hmm. you can feel in your lungs and like it just feels gross but then after that you're like okay i'm okay i i got to that point like I got, I got to the point where, like, I'm too tired to, like, keep moving really quickly, like, faster than I should have. Yeah. But full court so, is rough. So, yeah. We'll get to that. All right. <laughs> on this, on this episode back of to Ball our, Talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, welcome back, everyone, to What's on Our Screens. Uh, thanks for indulging our little basketball talk right there. Uh, Caspian here yeah. with me. And there's there's two things that are special about this episode. One, one, uh, <laughs> we're filming it. We'll see how it turns out. I don't know where we're gonna upload it to. We, or we what's have our own. To it, we have our own YouTube. And there, there's, oh, we there's, do. There's actually some uh, Zoom episodes that were hey. from uh, students, um, like when I think uh, campus was first on went on lockdown um, in the pandemic. But I we didn't. do have a YouTube channel. I think it's just again TU Studio 151. But I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but my the second thing I was gonna say is this is special. Is this is our first recording of the year? Oh yeah. We I mean we we posted two episodes already in the year, but they just were. Oh yeah. Look recorded. at that. There are uh, there are three YouTube videos. All right. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we had that. We have one subscriber. Um, nice. The uh, fifth su- subscriber can come on the podcast. Hey, That's there it. you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you are lucky number five, let us know. In the fine print, you have to be in the <laughs> Tulsa area. Yeah. Uh, well, we're talking about uh, 2022 movies today. Just kind of a year in review. We wanted to do this uh what, like bef- before break and then I, I felt like I hadn't seen enough and I'm glad I waited because I saw um, a movie we'll talk about in a little bit and I was like yep that needs to go way up on the list so gotcha. I'm glad we I'm glad we waited yeah um, I know you're a big movie buff obviously we mm-hmm. talk about movies a lot um, so I'm interested in to hear like um, just your takes this year and like you know maybe talking about at the end of the episode just how you felt um, in terms of just like the cinema that came out this year and if it was a good year or not. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you want to start with? I know it's kind of hard to go like chronological and like in terms of like what came out earlier this month, but I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, it it seems like like some of the stuff that came out at the beginning of the year feels like it came out like yeah eternity ago like even <laughs> like i i don't remember I, I think i was probably talking to you or like maybe matt about like the batman mm-hmm. and everything everywhere all at once yeah. and it just seems crazy that that came out in the same year as uh avatar <laughs> <laughs> yeah that does feel weird um, um, yeah that feels like two years ago that that movie came out mm-hmm. I, i'm down to talk about both those because those are definitely two of my favorites um mm-hmm. from this year i know the the batman um, like some people were mixed about it and they're like, it's way too long. I didn't feel that way at all. Like mm-hmm. I thought, I thought it was really good. I thought Robert Pattinson did like a great job. I also liked that it was kind of like, um, we didn't get this introduction story like we always do in like the Batman's, the origin story. It just like jumped right into it. Um, and again, it's just, uh, he's darker, like, a in terms of like a, a more kind of grim um storyline um i don't know what were your thoughts on it um i really liked it sorry i'm trying to (laughs) that was a great take hold on yeah yeah uh there it is um i was trying to look at how many it's loading um i was trying to look at how many movies came out this year like some of the big ones that were longer than three hours um there's not that many um i thought it was going to be more um but avatar was three hours and like 12 minutes babylon's like 309 rrr which was really big this year it's like three oh like four or something batman's like just barely not three and then like black panther and tar and the fablemans and everything everywhere all at once are like sitting at like the 240 mark wow i don't even remember everything everywhere all at once being that long but i think well, maybe it's not maybe i'm wrong or 220 okay um but just i was just thinking about how there were a lot of long movies this year just you saying about how the, the batman was three hours anyways the batman um <laughs> i really like it uh i I'm excited to see what Matt Reeves goes on to do because it sounds like they're going to be doing another one now. Mm-hmm. It's been they like um, they kind of went back and forth on it and there's been like some tumult in the uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. <laughs> um, like, I don't know. What do you call that? Warner Brothers and Discovery are now the same company. Yeah. And so then there's been a lot of fallout from that, including like <laughs> just canning the Batgirl movie hmm. that was filmed and was being edited. Wow. I, I thought it still got released. I didn't know. Oh, that. no, 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 no. They just like, nope, never well, coming out. Tax write off. Yeah. Did they do that with the, the Flash too? No, apparently the, the Flash Miller. is still, the Flash is still coming out apparently. Mm-hmm. And they're still in talks with him, with them to yeah sorry um continue to have them play the flesh interesting yeah that's a whole can of worms right yeah there. yeah i thought there was <laughs> i'm and i could i remember that there was talk about completely scrapping it and i thought that they were like leaning towards that way but that's that's interesting 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then now James Gunn is like running the DC mm-hmm. film stuff, and I don't know what they're gonna do. But yeah. this was good. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I don't. It's been a while since yeah. I've seen it. I I I watched it at the beginning of the year, like in theaters, when it came out, and I I watched it over break again. Um, but I just like Batman a lot. Like I, my favorite games are like the Arkham Knight game or like just the Arkham series game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I really enjoyed it. I also liked the. I don't know how much you remember, but the you know the Riddler was like the main villain, and he essentially was mostly targeting like very privileged mm-hmm. and like powerful people, and so there's this kind of like conflicting like. <laughs> I felt so like similar to the argument of like Thanos did nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of like, well, he's kind of taking out these like garbage people. Yeah. Um, but is still the villain, and like, I I thought it was also funny like the kind of community that he made like on like a a, a sketchy website, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like he'd be live streaming. And I remember like one of my favorite parts watching it in theaters was like reading the like the comments of the live streams and just. It just was really funny, and I think also just kind of, um, kind of modern, like modernizing it in the mm-hmm. sense that we could kind of see something like that today, and like obviously, you know, some sketchy things come out of sketchy forums. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> in in modern day, so I feel like it was a little bit hinting at that too, which was just interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So you want to talk about everything everywhere all at once too? I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I've seen it. I saw it twice in theaters and then one time after that. Mm-hmm. Just like because I wanted people to see it and then just watching it with other people. Um, but really good. Um, I remember we saw it together and you had already seen it. And I, I, I we may have been in here, but uh, I was like, what's it about? And you were like, um, <laughs> the IRS is trying to shut this like laundry mat down. And that's all you said. You're like, that's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've been like, I same as you is like, I, I really loved it. I saw mm-hmm. it twice in the theaters. I haven't seen it since, but I've, and I've been like wanting to watch it again and like show it to people. Yeah. But like, I feel like it's almost like I'm hesitant to show it to my family because I feel like it's almost too weird. That's what, so I, I watched it with my parents uh, the last time, like my most recent time watching it like over the summer. And I like had to sit them down. I was like, this is going to be weird. Yeah. And it's like, it's supposed to be weird. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Did they so, enjoy it? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I think my mom was like, this is crazy. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, I, I feel like they enjoyed it for the most part. Because it's, it's weird, but it's not like, like, you know, graphic or like any, any yeah, terms no. of weird. It's just literally like, that's it's gross. Just like, like kinda. yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's really absurd. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought, you know, the whole multiverse kind of idea has been, like, been relevant in, like, I feel like a lot of cinema stuff. So the fact that they did it in a way that still was, like, new and kind of entertaining, I think I really liked because I, I think that can be kind of an overdone um, kind of plot or theme, but I thought it was done really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been, um, as, like, the the award season is starting to, like, mm-hmm. ramp up, um, I've been seeing a lot of interviews with the directors, um, more Daniel Kwan than Daniel, it's, like, 
Shine 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 Um but it's been it's been really interesting listening to to them talk about the film and about how um they've got a lot of really good insight about the the film industry and you know what it's like to be living in today's world Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of that came through in the movie that was just like really insightful and interesting um yeah yeah uh in one of the the like round tables that i was watching with him um jordan peele was also on and it was really cool to listen i haven't really like listened to him talk about nope Mm-hmm. And it was really cool to listen. Have you seen Nope? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, know, I think we've talked about Nope, but you can still carry it up. Yeah. Um, because I think is that I've I been like going back and forth between everything everywhere all at once and Nope. Being like the best? Being like the best from this year. And I, I feel like every time I've been on like a plane... Mm-hmm. Or like the last time I watched Nope was on a plane because I was just like I just want to see it again mm-hmm. and just like that last like 30 minutes and for those who've seen the movie it's like that last 30 minutes where it's they're they're trying to get this catch this thing on film mm-hmm. and they've got like the whole setup of like oh you know they're like stitching the the like big parachute kite together and mm-hmm. um, then like the the scene of like uh, of Daniel Kaluuya's character like riding the horse down with the the big thing like, mm-hmm. following him like all of that stuff is just so like perfect to me that I'm just like I could watch that just like on repeat for yeah. forever and just like I don't know yeah. so Nope was the one that was like really like I was excited because it was like a new Jordan Peele movie and mm-hmm. I've really liked his last two and then it was like it just like I think this is my favorite of his movies. I think Get Out is a better movie, mm-hmm. but I think that this is my favorite of his three. Mm. I think I, I was expecting it to be like scary, mm-hmm. and it was. Oh yeah, it, it's it, not. Yeah, it fell definitely under the sci-fi, which is mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that, and still was like a gorgeous, a gorgeous film. But yeah, I think I went with that intention, so maybe my reaction of leaving it wasn't so like in awe, but I still like really liked it and thought it was like unique. But I think that's maybe why it doesn't come to mind for me is like being significant, but that could have just also been my fault for not knowing a whole lot about it before going into, I was just going based off us and, and get out. Yeah. I was trying to get like other people to watch it and they were like, no, I don't want to watch. Like, I don't want to watch a scary movie. And I'm uh, like, it's not, <laughs> it's really not. It's yeah. more of like a sci-fi. Yeah, no, I thought it was really interesting. And I, the whole, um, well, this doesn't really spoil anything. It's just something at the beginning they talk about, like, how the ranch is, is run by, it was connected to the same family when, like, the first, like, essentially series of pictures that w- kind of made the first, what we know today is, like, a GIF or whatever, a GIF. Yeah. But it, that was, like, the first. Uh, f- like, frames of like individual photographs that were stitched together that make, made like a video, uh, you know? Yeah. Um, which I had actually learned that in like in like my far, like photography classes. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was interesting to like see someone utilize that. And then also like a whole kind of fictional history behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there were, I nope, like under it, it's like really about, you know, like the, the spectacle and like 
filming and like making movies. And there were a lot of films this year about making movies. Um, did you see, I guess it would be like Babylon, The Fablemans, uh, I don't know. There, there were a couple others, and I'll think of them as I'm going along. Uh, I haven't seen okay. either of those. I remember when we were talking. I don't. We were talking about this at some point, just how we, a lot of films came out, kind of critiquing or or portraying Hollywood in a certain time or mm-hmm. era. And I that's when I even was like, well, Nope, kind of doesn't. And I think that was when we were talking with Matt because mm-hmm. I brought that up because like we do kind of have this. Just the, it seemed like how that family like had essentially horse actors that would come into a lot of Hollywood films were kind of like mistreated or like just kind of there still was like prejudice I guess yeah but that, you know that's a whole other critique but yeah how do you yeah um I was mainly using that to try and <laughs> <laughs> squeeze in my babble on a uh, little rant yeah. just because I that was the that was one of the ones that I hadn't seen um before break because mm-hmm. it hadn't um been widely released yet and i was like I, I would really like to see that before we have this conversation about some of the best movies and i'm glad that i did wait because um it was like spectacular and i just like it's one of the few times i think like i i can think back to everything everywhere all at once and then some of the the movies from different years where i like walked out of the theater and was like you know like still shaking because i was like that was like really really good mm-hmm. um it was like flew by it doesn't even feel like it was like three hours and whatever yeah. 12 minutes of movie that i just like sat down and watched because it's just moving constantly um if you've seen like boogie nights it almost felt like like that uh where especially the first half where it's like the first hour and a half of the movie is just like constant. There's constantly something happening. There's just like nonstop action. Um, Especially I think like the first 45 minutes is all just this one big uh, Hollywood party in like the 1920s. And there's like a jazz band like playing in the background and the, the score is really, really good. I'm going to have to like show it to some, some of it to you yeah. um, after we're done recording because uh, the I was listening to an interview with the guy who composed it and it was like essentially it's just like the the jazzy sort of the, the like quick jazzy sort of stuff that you would have heard at that time mm-hmm. but with like the modern day like house music like kick on the on the floor for yeah. like in like you know like an 808 or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that with, like, the jazz instruments and sound, it, it's really, really cool. But it just, like, <laughs> it's, so it's just, like, it, it gets your, like, blood pumping. Mm-hmm. And it I just loved every, every second <laughs> well, of, like, cool. the first 30 minutes. And then there's a couple of scenes where just, like, you can definitely just, like, let Margot Robbie cook and that was just like really great like um what's the one um it's not like entirely margot but there's um have you seen singing in the rain Mm -mm. there's a lot of singing in the rain um in it but there's like the transition from like silent films to talkies Mm. and there's one scene where it's like they're trying to make um 
they're trying the, it's like the first time that they're trying to get like the talkies to work so they've got like the big sound equipment and everything and everybody needs to be like silent on set because you know they can't just like cut other sounds out like we can now yeah um so they're like trying to get everyone quiet on set she's got to like get to her specific like you know mark on the floor so she's right below where like the microphone is hanging and then the like they've got the camera guy in like a box so the camera isn't making any noise mm -hmm. for the audio and it's just like <laughs> 10 minutes of them like trying to get a sh like one good shot mm -hmm. and then something just keeps like screwing it up and it's like the funniest thing i watched like all year gotcha. um cool. yeah uh the other like movie about making movies was the fablemans which is like spielberg's uh pretty autobiographical film about like what it it was like for him like growing up and like how he started making movies and stuff mm -hmm. um it was really i mean it's it's a spielberg movie and like yeah. he doesn't really make bad movies just like not as good movies but this one was really good um and it was interesting to see how he's like um his parents got divorced and that's like a big thing and like a lot of his movies are like parents who are you know fighting or the parents are divorced like that's what you know et is you can see a lot of it in like close encounters and stuff like that and it's just like a constant theme throughout his work and he's like finally like putting his real life experience on the screen and i feel like it's probably very you know like cathartic and um for him to just like finally put that all out there yeah it seems very kind of a character yeah yes or maybe not i'm sorry no you're good <laughs> i didn't understand what you're saying i was just saying that seems not very spielberg or, oh yeah like yeah. that seems a little bit like out of character so that's that's interesting yeah um but it was really i i guess it was like he didn't really want to do it while his parents were still around and his dad had just passed away like two years ago. He was like 102 or something like that. Yeah. So, um, what well, he did, he, I, I don't know. I don't know if he was like waiting, but yeah, it, yeah. It, it was kind of also just like the coming out of COVID or go, like going into COVID mm -hmm. just like, you know, the whole industry like shut down and he was like, okay if i and i mean that was like a lot of what came out this year a lot of the films that came out this year were like filmmakers took like a look back and were like okay this industry is kind of you know fragile right now if i only get to make you know one more movie in my career what what's that movie gonna be and i think that's kind of what he saw it as is like i can make if i could make one more movie what what should it be yeah. And I don't think that's the case. I don't think this is going to be his last film. I think he's probably going to continue to make films until he dies. Yeah. Um, but I think that was kind of the mindset behind, like, this film and probably Armageddon Time as well, um, which is another, like, autobiographical film about the filmmaker, uh, James Gray, about him, like, growing up in somewhere in new york city i don't remember which borough um but 
his, what? <coughs> You're all good. Sorry about that. Um, about like him growing up uh, and some of the experiences that he saw growing up and how um, that kind of interacts with our like the idea of the American dream back then in like the 80s and what that kind of looks like now. Gotcha. Yeah. Very interesting interesting. film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there anything you wanted to bring up? You you had some questions. Yeah, I was going to like... I've been talking for too long. Yeah, no, no, no. You're good. good. I'm sorry. I I don't have anything to contribute because I haven't seen them. No. But yeah, I was going to... Maybe because we've been talking about things that are good. Like, what's something that either just, you know, flopped in general that you thought or um, you went in thinking it was going to be a really good film and it just did not do well? Um, I, there's one, (laughs) um, there, there's probably, uh, there's, if I really thought about it, but, um, Amsterdam was really bad in my opinion. I think a lot of people felt that way. Um, the critics definitely did. And I was like, ah, (laughs) Yeah, you know, critics are usually pretty hard on David O. Russell's movies. So mm-hmm. it's like, usually though they're like pretty fun and it'll be a good time. And I was like really close to walking out. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, which I don't think I've ever done in a movie theater. Yeah. Like all I've like turned off a couple of movies like halfway through when I'm like watching at home, but I don't think I've ever like just walked just out. like you know spent my. 10 12 bucks to go to the movie theater and then being like yeah nope i'm done <laughs> yeah i think i did that and this is just a not relevant no, to no, the topic ahead. but i think i did that with one of the annabelle oh yeah uh and but it was like it was like one of the cheap days where it's like you know like five bucks for a ticket or something yeah and i just was sitting there and the person i was with and we were like this is really bad and just left yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I just found it really. I wrote a review on it. Probably... Yeah. Let's let's get let's get the, the juicy. Where where do I view that at? I don't remember. I've been so used to what the. Ah, here it is. Um. What was this, what was my complaint? Uh, really bad editing. <laughs> really, really bad editing. I was that was probably the most frustrating part. Um, there was like some fun performances. Um, and it was like <laughs> there's supposed to be like a mystery to it, and then there was like the first like 30 minutes was like, ooh, mystery. And then it got like really distracted for like the next hour. Mm-hmm. And in the last 15 minutes, it was like, oh yeah, there's a mystery here. Let me explain to you what happened. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> just tired of it and frustrated with it by gotcha. the time it was done. Gotcha. Yeah. In terms of, so this is a little bit of sidetracking. We can come back to the bad one, but in terms of like mystery, isn't the like glass onion... Yeah, did you mission. see it? No, I haven't. I've okay. I've always been recommended the like Knives Out series, 
Oh, you didn't. You haven't seen. I've never seen any of those. Okay. Um, I feel like I feel like you'd enjoy them. Yeah, I really like. I really like Clue, like the just the original. Oh, then you'll you'll love this. Yeah, because that's what I people have told me. It's kind of like a little bit of like not specifically a tribute, but just on the same theme. It's definitely Clue, and it's the he has described it as like Agatha Christie, but today Mm -hmm. because um, I wouldn't know because I haven't read any yeah but apparent the like agatha christie thing was like it was just like mysteries but while also commenting on sort of the um like political and you know just like poking fun at the culture of that time Mm -hmm. which now you know doesn't really affect us so like remaking agatha christie novels as movies like it's just like a period piece now yeah but he's just kind of trying to take a reflective look at our culture while also telling this like fun mystery story. That's cool. Um, lots of fun. I, I highly recommend it. I feel like you'd really enjoy it. So why does it have a separate name? Um, like, it's they apparently the like a knives out mystery was a thing that um, uh, Netflix like insisted upon so that people knew that it was the same property mm-hmm. um but the the only connection is uh daniel craig's character who's okay. just like the detective yeah so he's just the detective in both of them that's okay. it are the first that's the two, only connection are the first because there's two knives out right mm-hmm. are do they have um, no there's only there's knives out and then there's this one which is glass onion a, a knives out mystery okay 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 yeah. for some reason yeah somewhere i got mixed up Okay. Yeah, well, it's confusing, yeah. and it's, shouldn't, it should have just been called Glass Onion. And then they sh- could have, like, marketed it as... Yeah, anyway, <laughs> it's, it's just, like, a fun gotcha. mystery story. And the only, like, real link is Daniel Craig's character, who's, like, this, like, southern yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which detective. I, I will say, when I saw the trailer for the first time, I think for Knives Out, I was like... <laughs> A little hard to take seriously, but I, I still, I still I need love to go watch. It, like that accent, and then like if you go back, if you've seen uh, Logan Lucky, Mm-mm. he's like kind of doing the same, like yeah, South, but not like, like I think they're from like Virginia or like West yeah. Virginia, and Logan Lucky, and it's this he's just kind of doing the same <laughs> thing, but it's really really funny. Gotcha. Um. I was going to ask if you, like, have anything that, like, has gotten great ratings and, like, has a lot of hype around it, but you personally don't really agree with. I have one, and, and maybe we can talk about it. Yeah. I The Menu. Okay. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was bad. No. Like, it was, it was definitely entertaining. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah, I was trying to unpack what it was trying to do as well. Well, it, it seems like most people are, like, interpreting it as, like, a, you know, eat the rich. Yeah. But I'm like, well, it's the rich eating the rich. Kind of. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, yeah. That's that's, so that's what I was that, trying that's to That's where the critique that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Well, and, like, the, the chef's whole motivation was like i'm okay with i guess fast forward if you don't want to spoiled but um if his whole motivation was like 
the rich people don't really care about this kind of quality of food, so they deserve to die. But I, I'm also then like, well, that's, I feel like if you're, you know, your specific food is targeting rich people, I think we can all have common sense and think that rich people do things sometimes just because they can and not because they I think want I think to. that's more of what it was, was that everybody was like rich and not. I, I think it was but specific. Give, give this good food to poor people and they'll be like, this is the most amazing thing. I don't know. Yeah, that, well, that's what, that's what I'm just saying. I was like, I feel like there's better ways to go about this. Yeah, and I feel like some of it was just like they've trans, like everyone's transgressed in some way that has, um, you know, which is related to their wealth. Yeah. And Ooh. and he, this was like a punishment for that. I don't. I don't but then there was like the one girl, which it was supposed to be comedic, and it was, but the one girl that like just went to brown yeah, and he yeah. was like do you have student loans <laughs> yeah, yeah. and she was like no and then like he was like you know gave, you the, too. <laughs> gave the look that you deserve to die yeah i think it was also hard for me to picture anya taylor joy as like an escort or like of lower socioeconomic status just because her face is so well known yeah and her appearance also not to say that like you know people you can't you know can't judge a book by its cover but I think it, her being that role was a little bit felt off to me. But mm-hmm. not that she did a bad job or anything. But I just think it was like felt a little weird. Yeah, I don't know. Well, did you see her other big movie from this year, The Northman? No, I didn't. Okay, see, that's crazy. That, that came out this year. Too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> or last year. I guess um, well, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, there you go. Um, I, I should have been plugging where you can watch these because most of these are like streaming, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, but I, I've just been, like, pushing people onto the Northman, and I feel like that's one that I should have... I'm probably underrating in my, like, list yeah. of... I will say, I, I think I noticed that you don't have one five-star from the year. No, so I... Not I, that, like, that I... Yeah, I not to, like, devolve into how I rate things yeah, on yeah, Letterboxd. Yeah, no, no, you're good. Um, but I've kind of set the rule for myself of... Don't rate anything five stars on the first watch. Okay. Because it's good. like, I, I feel like I come out from movies sometimes for the first time seeing it and being like, that was amazing, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I don't see any of the flaws in it. And I feel like if I just put it at four and a half and then whenever I come back to it and watch it again, and if I still feel the same way, then I'll then I'll bump it up to five. That's a good rating. Oh. Yeah. So that's why none of them, I feel like, I've been really wanting to up, like, nope and everything everywhere all at once. And I'd probably throw Top Gun in there, too, of, like, those are the ones that I kind of want to throw up to five stars, but I just haven't rewatched them again. Tar and Babylon, too. So the highest rating film from 2022 on Letterboxd is Batman. Yeah. (laughs) And then the next one is Everything Everywhere All at Once, and the next one is Nope. Yeah. It's also, I feel like some of it's just like, uh, that's a lot of people have watched it. Mm-hmm. I feel like Batman and everything, everywhere all at once, and Nope have been the ones that like everybody's been watching and rewatching from this past year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going back, I, I don't know if you had anything else to say about the menu. No, uh, th- I mean, there was a couple other, um, that was like a kind of a common theme with some of the movies. This It was like, it was like, a giant, I, I, I've seen like a Venn diagram of like 
social critique, eat the rich, and then like the two of them together. Yeah. And like the menu was in that middle section, and so it was like, uh, uh, Ruben Ruben Osterlin's uh, Triangle of Sadness, which I haven't seen, so I can't really speak to. Um, but then also like bodies, bodies, bodies is like out there with like the social critique, which was another fun little. I don't know what you would call it. <laughs> like I, I categorize it as like a fun mystery movie. Gotcha. It was less horror than it was advertised as. Um, so that was a fun one if you're looking for something to check out. Gotcha. I feel like I have to have like a some certain mindset before I go into an A24 movie. This one was fine. I mean, I I feel like the, I, I talked to a couple of people and some people were like really put off because like Pete Davidson was in it and I like not yeah. big on him and I was like. He's like he's kind of doing his thing. He's also it's kind of like one of those castings where it's like he's playing to his persona and he's yeah. like he is kind of an asshole in the movie and you're just kind of like I don't like you and then he like disappears and spoilers but he's like the first one to be killed yeah. so there's not much of him in it. Yeah, I think you actually had, had brought that up in our slasher episode over October. I, yeah, I talked because I I remember Zach was like I don't like Pete Davidson. And you're like, well, this is the movie for you because <laughs> yeah, he dies right away, <laughs> which um, I think it's. Not the did not Suicide Squad the new one didn't come out in 2022 correct no it was last year okay or but two, 2021 but same thing yeah same thing he died pretty quick yeah I'm like they just get him just to put him on you know the yeah, cast yeah. yeah I don't know and to say a few funny lines but I don't have a problem but I think it's just kind of it's funny that it happened twice yeah I don't know was there anything that surprised you this year hmm. I feel like I've already talked about Barbarian. I was going to say, <laughs> we haven't <laughs> talked about Barbarian yet. Um, that's probably just my favorite of the year. I just really liked it. Um, I know mm-hmm. we've, we've talked about it a bunch. I think it was a really unique, oh my gosh, unique idea. Um, yeah. Great balance of horror and humor. Going from like an incredibly stressful and scary scene to then laughing really hard. Um, also seen in the theater really helped. Um, yeah. I actually haven't watched it since then, which I, mm. I, I'm looking forward to watching it again. But um, I did watch it again with a friend. Um, and, yeah, I think it was, like, one of the big surprises from this year because it just kind of, like, came out of nowhere and then, like, blew mm-hmm. up and was really, really good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I feel like we, we've talked about that a lot, so mm-hmm. I don't feel like we need to go too in-depth with that. Um, On the topic of horror... Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I mentioned it in our other horror episodes because we had a lot of them this year. Um, yeah. But X and Pearl were like a really great double feature. I, I think I like X liked X a lot more, um, just because that that was the other one that I was missing. That that one's definitely about making movies. Um, oh yeah, you different kind of movies. <laughs> different kind of movies, but still about <laughs> making movies. Yeah. Um, but. Those those two are were a really good double feature, and there's a third one coming out sometime this year. That's cool. Um, yeah, so I'm excited I, to see more of that. Yeah, cinematically, yeah, I, X was like really aesthetically appealing. Yeah, did I didn't. You, did you finish watching it? No, no? I never okay. finished it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did see the the scene that you really like with the, like the headlights. Yeah, yeah. 
and, and blue oyster <laughs> call playing on the, the like old radio yeah and homie just vibing yeah it was really um, good yeah i thought that was really interesting it's also uh i didn't realize that um the girl that plays wednesday i'm forgetting her name Oh, Jenna Ortega. That yeah. that cast is really interesting. Like Kid yeah. Cudi. Yeah, yeah, her, Kid Cudi. And then, I forgot um, about Kid Cudi. I'm forgetting the main girl's name as well. Uh, Mia Goth, yeah. who's like got some really good stuff. Yeah, that whole I, cast, that cast is just like it's. I don't know. It's really interesting. It's like yeah. very. Um, we'll come back to Mia Goth when we're looking at what we're looking forward to next year. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. I see you have the Bob's Burgers movie. Yeah, I did go to theaters to go see that. Wow. So <laughs> I took my girl my girlfriend wanted yeah. to go see it and I took her to go see it. I it really was fine. <laughs> I really like Bob's Burgers. Uh-huh. I hate the music. Yeah. Like the there, early... there was a couple of musical numbers in this is, one. Is the whole thing not a musical? No, it's not. I because I, I start I started my like I think my mom wanted to watch it we watched the first ten minutes I was like I don't know if I can do this because it, it was like back to back songs but may, maybe I I pulled out too soon they I'm trying to remember there were a lot of songs I feel like it slowed down as the movie went on but there were a lot of songs in it yeah well and like used to in like the early seasons there'd be a song every now and then it wouldn't be too bad but then it got to like somewhere I think all their scripts were coming up too short so they're like we need to fill like three minutes yeah let's do a song yeah and that like especially in the newer seasons they do that so i would just fast forward through it so i don't i don't know if i've talked to you about this but i was listening to um this is related but not really okay, no, you're good. um i was just listening to my my favorite podcast um blank check and mm-hmm. one of the guys on there um pitched the idea that um I don't remember if it was one of them or one of their guests, but they pitched the idea that because the, the like fantastic forecasting for the Marvel movies has been like, you know, around the Internet for a while and they still haven't announced who's going to be taking on those roles. But they pitched the idea of H. John Benjamin as the thing. Mm-hmm. And I can't like I really want that to happen now. And I like <laughs> can't think of like a better just because it's like. He's going to be in the movie for, like, 10 minutes. He can be kind of schlubby. And then from then on, it's all a voice performance. Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> I feel like he could do a good voice. Or, like, at least yeah, do, yeah. do his normal voice and, like, mix it up. Yeah, I, I yeah. Think it could be really funny. Yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to... I'm, like, I've been spreading that around yeah. as much as I could. Because I was, like, that's a really good casting idea. And Anyways. Yeah. Well, and to my knowledge, I mean, I, I've maybe seen, like... One of the like early two thousands Fantastic mm-hmm. Four, and I f- feel like I remember him being like a pretty comedic character thing. Yeah, but, but yeah. maybe I'm wrong. But. The other one that I just thought of because he's kind of having his whole renaissance right now is Brendan Fraser might be kind of fun. Hmm. Yeah, can see that. Um, he was supposed. To, he was in the Batgirl movie. That's not coming <laughs> out. He was the villain. Um. So that sucks. We won't ever get to see that. <laughs> um, I was trying to, since I jumped Bob's Furries, I was seeing if there was any other good animation movies. Uh, Turning Red, which came out at the beginning of the year. I don't know if you saw that. I, I turned it on one time when I was like going to bed, so I, meaning I haven't watched it. It's really, really good. Like the first half or yeah. something. It was, I, it's really frustrating that it went straight to Disney Plus and not, Oh, to theaters, mm-hmm. yeah. 
um, because it was really, really good, and it was probably the best Pixar movie in a long while. I really liked Soul and Luca, so I'd put those yeah. up there with it, but I feel like those three were, have been, like, some really good output from the Pixar people. There has has kind of died out Lightyear. I wasn't a huge fan of Lightyear. I was going to um, ask you, or sorry, were you going to say something about Lightyear? No, I wasn't going to say anything. I was gonna, just going to... I was going to say, did you ever watch Wendell in the Wild? I didn't. I uh, I was keeping the Blank Check podcast yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. Um, was covering the director, Henry, Henry uh, Selleck. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were, I was kind of keeping up watching. I, like I watched The Nightmare Before Christmas and I watched Caroline. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of keeping up with as they were going through the films, but I, I didn't watch Wendell and Wild. Because I, I know he directed it, but I thought maybe Peel and Key had something to do with the I writing I think they process. wrote it. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, I mean... Yeah, you know, maybe? Or produce... I don't know. Let's look. Under producers, Peel is at least under that. And Peel is also listed as a writer. Okay. So I guess Key just was a voice actor. At least at the list I'm looking at. Yeah. I'm uh, suffering from my chronic problem of not being able to spell <laughs> and cannot pull it up. Uh, it's so <laughs> Yeah, it, it it says under letterbox he's just a voice, whereas Okay. At least Key is just a voice, and, and Peel had some of the production and yeah, writing yeah. too. Man, Homie did almost two movies yeah. in a year. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, because um, it's the, because Henry Selleck did mm-hmm. Coraline. Um, I was really excited for it. Um, again, I watched like the first hour and then fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> but I do want to go back to I, it. I've been. I've heard that it's very dense hmm. um, in, like, it's plotting. Like, there's there's a lot to take in. They oh. give you a lot in the first couple minutes of the movie. It's also a little darker. Like, um, like yeah. she experiences some trauma at the beginning. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Um, that I'm kind of surprised is in a kid's movie. I mean, I get, like, in Coraline, we, we kind of have stuff like that. Like, she kind of is neglected, it kind of seems. Mm-hmm. Um, because she just kind of does whatever she wants, and her parents never really monitor her. But I think that's a little bit harder for a kid to interpret. Whereas, like something that the 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 kind of big thing that happens to Wendell in this one is like, I feel like pretty digestible for any age. But it's nothing horrible or anything. But it, it is just I, mean, I was watching. I was like, dang, this is a kids movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. Maybe we can come back to it after you watch it. Yeah. Uh, what else have we not mentioned? This okay. is also nice because we have times if you can look at it. Yeah. It, when did I start this? Fifty minutes ago. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I. I yeah. Oh. That's what I was trying to tell you. Yeah. Okay. About, I've got it right here too. I, I was just making mm-hmm. sure that I can also see the battery. Not how it just like just a picture of it, but no. Oh yeah, we're at twenty three percent. Oh, doing pretty good. Pretty, though, doing you know. pretty good. Um, sorry, we got distracted <laughs> by the recording. Um, what have we not? Oh, we haven't talked about Top Gun Maverick. 
Haven't seen um, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm a huge it. Tom Cruise movie lover. Yeah. And not that I have. I don't know. I just like I. I think I'm probably just being like Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. And that, or is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Um. So those movies have their place. I think I just don't gravitate toward them. But I can't. I can't even remember if I've seen the original Top Gun. Um, and maybe that's yeah. I don't know. I I've I've never really ran into people who are like just not big into Tom Cruise. Oh, but really? now now I've I know two of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, it it's. I was talking to Wes about it last night because um, he also hasn't seen it yet, and mm-hmm. I was like, it's just like Christopher McQuarrie, the the screenwriter or. I don't know if he's this. Did he write the whole thing? I know he helped. I know he definitely helped because um, he's like one of Tom Cruise's guys now. Um, but he's been writing the new Mission Impossible movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just like really good at what he does, <laughs> like plotting. Um, and the construction of like the mission and how it all plays out is just like really simple and really effective it just makes you um really pay attention to like what's going on and then um not really pay attention to what the exciting stuff is going to be until it's in your face and you're excited by it yeah i think i just don't like just a whole lot of like actiony stuff i get a little bored yeah but that's just my own my own um well if you're looking for a good drama um i haven't talked about the banshees of inishirin yet Mm -hmm. that was the other that's probably the other one from this year that i watched liked and i feel like i'm underrating to myself and need to like rewatch at some point um it's about these two friends from in living in Ireland, um, and one of them decides that he doesn't want to be friends anymore. That's kind of it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is that a non-American produced film? No, I, I don't know. I don't know who produced it. Uh, this one, I was just, I, I was going to ask eventually if there's any like, um, you know, international films. I've that been really lacking on this year's international films. Gotcha. Um, I don't even think I've seen one. Let's see. Oh. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen any gotcha. of the international features from this year. Oh, um, RRR. That's the only one that I've seen. Gotcha. Um, but I guess uh, the ones to look out for were uh, Saint Omer, the one that Wes was talking about last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that's France's uh, submission for best international feature. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front, the Netflix movie is from. Germany, I believe. Hmm. It's a World War One movie. 
um, that apparently is really good. It's also really long, like two hours and 220 maybe, 240. I don't remember. Um, there's a South Korean movie called Broker, which is out right now and apparently is good. I've been meaning to get to the theaters to see it. Haven't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. There, there's, there's been a couple, but I just haven't seen any of them. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I've got a small list of um, things that are really fun that uh, people can watch right now. Go for um, it. So, like, they're streaming. Uh, Ambulance, Michael Bay's new movie. Really, really fun. If you like action movies. Uh, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so not... not <laughs> no. Um, basically, this guy and his brother rob a bank. Uh, things go wrong. They end up in an ambulance with uh, EMT and a cop who's been shot. And they're just, like, trying to escape the police as they're driving through L.A. Mm-hmm. Really good. Some really cool drone shots that, like, haven't really been in, like, blockbuster movies yet. Hmm. Um, what else? Uh, I talked about Barbarian. Oh, Ambulance is streaming on Prime Video. And we talked about Barbarian. That's on HBO. Uh, Prey, the Predator movie that came out on Hulu, is really good. Um, I'd recommend people check that out. Um, Confess Fletch was, like, another fun little... Um, mystery movie. I don't remember where it's streaming. It's streaming somewhere. Hulu, maybe? Uh, I talked about Glass Onion. That's on Netflix. Hustle was a lot of fun. It's just like an Adam Sandler basketball movie yeah. that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. With the the main player is like a real NBA player. I yeah, think. I forget what is. I don't think he's... I forget who the actual, what the basketball player's name is. I know Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards gives a yeah. really good villain performance in that movie. I think I, I, I remember watching like a short video on essay about like how, how good he did or something. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Um, something I watched over break that was really fun was Emily the Criminal. Um, it was like an Aubrey Plaza like thriller, mm-hmm. which was another like kind of etheritch, but not really. Mm-hmm. kind of story um what else i don't know that kind of wraps up most of the things oh there's another animated movie um guillermo del toro's pinocchio yeah i was gonna ask you about that was it good it was good yeah it was uh, the best of the pinocchio movies yeah, that came well, out this year of which there were three <laughs> that is ridiculous i so pinocchio Scary story. Yeah, not... I don't not know, fun. Not exactly Disney material, but somehow it is. But yeah. I was wondering, like... Because just even going based off the original animated one, like, I was weirded out as a kid when they, like, turned into donkeys and then are, like, like trafficking the donkeys. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, like, what's going on? This is really scary. Yeah. Um, so was this one more lighthearted or did it still... Um, well, it's got that, like, can see him trying to do it's got that del toro's del toro kind of darkness to it like the the let's you know kind of 
what's the word? Not like kind of let's shove fascism is bad into the story as well. Okay. But I feel like that's usually like that's kind of part of the story anyways. Yeah. But he like always kind of tries to throw that into his movies and especially, you know, like have have you seen Pan's Labyrinth or no? Yeah. Okay. It's been a while, but yeah. it's it's like Pinocchio made by the guy who yeah. made Pan's Labyrinth, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, like yeah. that's the the best way to try and put it is it's very it really leans into the fantastical stuff, but also leans into the like realism and the how war can Yeah, there's a lot of you know, kind of big topics or Yeah. And it's and it's yeah. beautifully animated. Yeah. Really, really beautifully animated. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I was saying, like, Pan's Labyrinth definitely brings up hard topics. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, <laughs> this is a, this is completely not related, but um, are you aware of the theory that the donkey in Shrek is one of the donkeys from Pinocchio? No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, like, a whole video. I think film theory does, like, a I'm video sure. on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really funny and kind of convincing. But it's it's the it's when because Pinocchio is still in Shrek, it's the the trafficking has happened way before. Mm-hmm. So it's like still going on. So Pinocchio in the Shrek universe has still not gotten there yet. Yeah, but it's already happened. A donkey. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there's a couple more that I'm like looking at the list I want to shout out real quickly um, the where did I want to go uh, The Woman King is another like really good action movie from this year um, just like a really solid movie I feel like it was maybe going to get some awards attention, but now don't know. You can watch it on Kane Flicks. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Violent Night was one that surprised me. You were asking about which one surprised me. I feel like that yeah. was another one. Because um, I was like, oh, man, another, you know, like Christmas horror movie. Yeah. Um, but then it wasn't that. Uh, I, I remember watching the first trailer and seeing the po- poster and being like, oh, it's going to be another, like, spooky Christmas movie. Yeah. Not really my vibe. And then it was, like, another fun action movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I feel like they... Uh, we already talked about Christmas horror, I think, and, like, um, we were talking about Christmas movies, but I did think it was, like... They literally, I think, tried to play with kind of the hallmark, cheesy kind of um, just structure of a movie and, like, dialogue mm-hmm. while also that stuff was happening. I haven't seen it, but I'm just oh, saying, okay. like, from based on, like, the clips that I saw. Yeah, it had some of that. It also, I was surprised it had, like, a lot of the, like, traditional Christmas movie, like, heart to it. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh, you know, it's... Um, we're teaching we're like let's teach Santa to love again almost like, like it was kind of like a um, Santa is feeling really depressed about the state of the world mm-hmm. and it's like 
this little girl inspired him to keep being Santa. <laughs> it was kind of the the arc of Santa in the movie. That's funny. Um, but there was also a little bit of fun. Like, they tried to play it seriously, but, like, thinking back on it, it's, like, really funny. Mm-hmm. Of, like, he was, like, some, like, Nordic Viking warrior who, like, killed a bunch of people. And then all of a sudden he, like, I don't know, through whatever, had, like, the Santa thing like put on him and so and he's like killing people <laughs> he's like man i really you know like i need my like hammer or whatever <laughs> his hammer had really like funny but um really good gotcha uh and then i felt like i needed i mentioned all the other um movies that i really love from this year but i haven't mentioned tar yet and tar was um just another really really good um, I don't know. I, it's one that I've just like keep thinking about, keep wanting to, I think I'm going to try and go back to it maybe this weekend if I have time. Um, just because I saw it in the theaters, I was like blown away by it. And, um, that, that was one of the things, I don't know, just to kind of put a, a cap on our, um, conversation is one of the things that I was listening to someone say, and I think that it's like holds holds true. Is the highs were really high this year, and the lows were really low, and then there was a lot of like just mid, Steady. yeah. Okay, like nothing was like it wasn't like a great year, but the the great parts of the year were really really great. Like Top Gun, Maverick, uh, Avatar, which I haven't really talked about yet either but um really technically impressive uh nope and everything everywhere all at once like there's had some really high highs and then some everything else was just sort of uh in the middle so yeah i definitely i don't know how'd you feel about the year yeah i I definitely you know wasn't keeping up with you know newer movies as much as you were but i feel like and also, I don't know if this is just me getting more into movies and watching more, but I feel like it was, like, pretty good year in yeah. terms of just, like, you know, like, you, like everything, everywhere, at once, Batman, um, Barbarian, like, I, you know, three movies that, you know, are definitely up there for me, like, came out this year, so. It feels like we're, we're on our way back. You, like, from, from the pandemic. From pandemic, era. where everything was just, like, just put out whatever we can. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I mean, you know, that's a, it's a very kind of limited perspective for me, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah. I, th- I think you have a good take on it though. Yeah. There being a lot of good movies, not so great. And then a lot of just kind of. Yeah. Steady. It's not, I wouldn't call it my take. I kind of okay. picked it <laughs> off, but, but yeah, I, th- I think it's, I think it's a good encapsulation of, um how what this year was i was gonna i don't think i saw this on your list but did you see uncharted i did i feel like a lot of people really didn't like it but i had a fun time so i was just curious just because like um why am i blinking the the show that just came out like last week oh the last of us yeah i was wondering i feel like that because a lot of times video games get um really bad movies yeah (laughs) but i i was curious because i the Last of Us, I feel like everybody's, you know, just raving about it, talking about how good it is. So I was just curious. I feel like no one really talked about Uncharted. Um, 
here's the big difference. Okay. Uh, at least how I see what the big difference is, is that I haven't played The Last of Us and it's I haven't played Uncharted. It's very yeah. story based. It's like there's, it seems like there's some gameplay, but it feels like a visual novel with some gameplay sprinkled yeah. in. I was talking more to someone, so than Uncharted. Yeah, I was talking to someone about it too, and he's like, I never liked playing them because I just wanted to go and do my own thing, but I had like a whole story. But I, I really like like the Telltale games and The Walking Dead and stuff like that. So. I yeah, I remember I liking The Last of Us, but yeah, I've never know. had a PlayStation, so yeah. <laughs> haven't haven't played any of them. Um, they sound really cool though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just I, since that was up and coming, I thought about asking. I thought it was a lot of fun. I feel like people really didn't like it. I don't know. It's on Netflix. Check it out if you want. Got you. Um, ending thoughts? Do you what are you looking forward well, to? Or um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to swing into what we're looking forward to. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything? Kind of click on twenty twenty three. Maybe while you're looking, I'll, yeah. I'll cook <laughs> for a bit. Um, the big one, uh, the the big day in movies in twenty twenty three is, I think it's like July twenty first. I think it's the date. Um, but we get Barbie and Oppenheimer on the same day. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to that double feature. Um, I just saw Indiana Jones. Yeah, and yep. I, I knew nothing about yep. that. Indiana Jones Five, um, directed by James Mangold, the guy behind uh, Logan and Ford v Ferrari, and The Wolverine and Three Ten to Yuma and others. Well, I didn't even know that it's a thing, but I'm excited. I yeah, I think it'll be pretty good. Harrison Ford is back. Oh, I'll say I'll say what I'm most excited for. What's that? The Super Mario Bros. movie. I think I'm a little like I don't really like Chris Pratt being uh, Mario. Honestly, but really well animated though. It looks good. <laughs> I'm like I I after spending an entire semester like really only doing like modeling work for one project i just i'm like i i watched the trailer and was just like blown away at how yeah. nice everything looks but it, i feel like that's just going to be me like appreciating animation no, it, more in it, the future but it was also just like it looks really really good it did look really good and like i just like i want to watch it regardless like even if it's like i feel like it'll either be good or it'll be like bad good yeah <laughs> but um but yeah, uh anyways. speaking of animated Hayao Miyazaki's new movie comes out next year. Um, tentative. I'm not sure if it's the tentative title or if that's actually the title, but right now it is titled How Do You Live? Um, there's a cool little bird. Looks like a person wearing a bird helmet or like mask as the poster. It comes out in Japan in July. So hopefully that means that it'll be in the States by like December. Um, so hopefully we'll get to see it next year. We'll see. Um, but that's something to look forward to. Gotcha. Um, what else? I'll just try and jump to the big highlights that I'm really excited for. Uh, new John Wick in like two months. Uh, I didn't really like keep up with them as they were coming out. Mm-hmm. But now that I've finally caught up, I've been like constantly rewatching them because they're really, really good. Nice. Uh, 
we're getting another Ari Aster movie. It's called Bo is Afraid. Um, it's going to be his third feature after Hereditary and Midsummer. Yeah, I with, saw, uh, saw a trailer for that with uh, Joaquin. Joaquin yeah. um, so that'll be good. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see more from him. Oh, no, sorry, keep going. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dune Chapter 2. Excited for that. Uh, um, first one was really good. I feel like... Have you seen it? Have we? T- I feel like we've talked about it in your... Say it again? Dune? Mm-mm. No? Uh, okay. I've heard it's good. Um, okay. Yeah, sorry. Not maybe no. I I just remember having the conversation. Maybe it was with someone else. I think it was with Wes because he was talking about how he had looked at that, or they had looked at the script. I think in his script writing class or something. Oh, maybe, maybe. Um, one I am looking forward to is Knock at the Cabin. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like I think like February. Some the first few days in February. I was like not sure how I felt about Shaman, and then I finally saw Old, mm-hmm. like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah really good i was like really impressed with that one and this one looks similarly really interesting Mm -hmm. so rupert grant coming coming back um another one that comes out in like a couple of weeks is uh infinity pool this is the mia goth movie Mm -hmm. that i was uh referencing earlier uh it's the third feature from brandon cronenberg uh david cronenberg's son who is like doing the same thing (laughs) just like a ton of really weird sci-fi horror Mm -hmm. um so i'm excited for that it's also got alexander skarsgård in it who is like uh slowly becoming one of my favorite actors um oh and i guess another star from x and scream there's the the sixth scream movie is coming out next year um did you see scream i've seen the original but not the new one not the new one okay she is in the new one and she's going to be in this one as well um what else i don't know that's that's like a pretty good there's also a new i haven't seen into the spider verse but that's yeah I feel like thank you that that's a good that's a good one to end on um, so across the spider versus there is a one. new uh spider verse movie there's a ton of like marvel movies and stuff but that's one i don't know i'm really tired of them yeah. right now we'll see uh maybe ant-man and guardians of the galaxy will bring me back in but there's a excited about Sp- spider <laughs> I've I've always been pitching Rise of the I've always been pitching a Transformers. <laughs> we need to go back and watch the Transformers movies again podcast. I'm down. Um because I'm a huge defender of the third one. I think it's really good. I've maybe only <laughs> seen the first one, maybe the second. Um I remember having a PS2 Transformers game. That was like a free roam. You just <laughs> my the city is a transformer. <laughs> I really like my friend. My friend, um, growing up, he he didn't have any like video game consoles at his house. So mm-hmm. whenever there was like a birthday party or something, he would like get in all his video game playing there. Yeah. He played like <laughs> I think it was I think it was the tie-in game for like the third Transformers movie. Yeah, um, he was playing it on my DS and it had like a blister on his thumb from playing it <laughs> for so long. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, yeah. That's a real gamer. Right there. 
Uh, yeah, I feel like that's a good um, summary of what we got coming. Lots of lots of uh, like IP stuff. Mm. Not a lot of. I feel like we'll eventually there'll be some original um, stuff once we like really get into the year and know like what's coming. But there's a lot of IP stuff that's really exciting. Um, there was one more that I wanted to say. Oh, uh, Creed 3. Maybe like the Creed um, movies. Um, never seen them. I've only seen the first Rocky. I watched Creed on the plane. I've, see, I've never seen any of the Rocky movies, mm. but I've seen Creed. And Creed was really, really good. Um, I didn't know it was Michael B. Jordan that was going to be directing it. Oh, wow. I thought Ryan Coogler was back to direct, but I guess he wrote it. Because he's in it as well, correct? Yes. Yeah, he's, he's the main starring guy. and directing. Oh, props to him. Yeah. I'm I'm curious. I'm excited to see it. Jonathan Majors is in it. Have you seen the trailer for this? No, I haven't. I've never seen a man that big in my life ever. <laughs> Jonathan Majors is like jacked. That's interesting. I, I'm pulling I'm pulling okay. up a picture for you so you can react to this. Live reaction right here. Yeah, we'll get it on video too. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know if he's, like, oh, we're moving <laughs> the camera. It, it went out. Why? Did, you, did it die? No, it's like that. No, it's thinking. <laughs> right, the not. universe didn't want me to know. <laughs> oh, we just got my computer password on video. Um. Yeah, he looks. He looks pretty ripped. There's. I don't know. Maybe there's. I feel like there's some pictures in the trailer, or there's some shots in the trailer where he's like flexing, and I'm like, I've never seen anyone with that many. Like he looks like Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Or like Stallone in the original Rocky. It, it, just insane. Um. Anyways, that's our uh review of 2022 movies yeah. um is there anything else i wanted to say uh oh that was <laughs> i'm sorry we need to be done um we have someone who's supposed <laughs> to like come here and like record in a couple of minutes and we're gonna cut into their time uh the other international feature that i f- forgot about is decision to leave that apparently is really good and i just have not made the time for it yet I need to get myself a movie subscription. Don't really want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that that's the last thing. Okay, it's just well, looking back at my list. So yeah. Thanks. That's twenty twenty two in review. Um, thanks for doing <laughs> this with me. Of course. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for everyone for watching. Maybe or listening. I don't know where are we gonna put this. YouTube. Oh, yeah. just yeah, just assume our YouTube channel. Okay. Um, we can put that. You know the audio might go up first but um yeah but we can still put like we'll a put link a, to our youtube yeah, in, yeah, the, in the description but this is the first recording of the semester so we got some more stuff coming yeah maybe um, i don't know if anyone's gonna try and record today today maybe if they do we'll try and film them okay we'll tell them yeah we, we need you to uh <laughs> film so gotcha all right all right well, thanks for listening yeah thanks see you next time <laughs>